What's up, guys? It's the phenomenal AJ Styles. You're listening to the two-man power trip. Oh, my God. This is Joey Styles, and you're listening to the two-man power trip podcast. This is Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. This is Cody Rhodes, the prince of pro wrestling, and you are listening to two-man power trip. This is Jimmy Vine, the boogie Wooker man. Tell my people my brothers and sisters, don't you dare miss John and Chad. Hey, everybody out there. This is the franchise Shane Douglas. Remember me? <laughs> well, guys, it's great to be on the show again i appreciate you asking me back so you said you were going to pinch yourself i didn't know it was that kind of show now i mean if you guys are in the privacy of your own home if you want to do these things good how you doing chad hey johnny cool man what's going on we're ready to go or what uh, okay. hey man what's up guys this is homicide oh that's my homie homicide with a big homie club yeah that would be it hey this is david penzer and this is the two-man power trip of wrestling well, thank you, thank you. Hear me, fear me. I don't do many wrestling shows anymore, probably because I'm a bit ignorant. You guys probably know ten times more than I do. Look, Mean Gene, I can't be beat. I'm the greatest of all time. And I would say that. And every kid, I, they knew they could kick the out of me. Great talking to you guys. It's been your pleasure. <laughs> They've worked in and around the wrestling business. They've studied thousands of hours of wrestling. And now... They bring to you the greatest legends, Hall of Famers, creative minds, and both current and future stars of pro wrestling. They are Primetime Pod and Chad, the two-man power trip of wrestling. feels good to be back here at the temple with Lucha Underground. Let me tell you a little bit about myself. I was raised up in the streets of South Central Los Angeles. Coming up, everybody knew I loved wrestling. They said, oh, you'll never be a wrestler, you'll never do anything. But just because you grew up in a bad area with bad people, you don't have to take their path. You just got to make your own. It looks like he's about to pop a Macweiser. Go on and get yourself some. Cheers to you, Mac, and cheers to you. How did I feel competing and beating the Deer Wolf? Felt amazing. Dude's a former champion and thought he was gonna come over here and run over the MACK? Hell no. We talking about the now. And the now is that I beat your ass, plain and simple. My goals this year for Lucha Underground, and I like to put a little more weight on, so to speak, and take that Aztec gold. 2016 will be the year of the MAC. And with the support of fans like you, we gonna keep Lucha Underground going until I'm dead and gone. This is the two-man power trip of wrestling, and you're listening to episode number 271 of the two-man power trip of wrestling podcast, a podcast that you can catch two times a week and download it from anywhere you get your podcast from, whether it's iTunes, Player FM, TuneIn Radio, Podomatic, and now coming soon to the IRW Network. You never know where the two-man power trip of wrestling is going to be headed next, and you never know who is going to be on the other end of the line. And with that being said, my name is Chad, and as always, I'm joined by my tag team partner, the one and only 
John Paz and John. Today we welcome back the world of Lucha Underground to the two-man power trip of wrestling as season three is just about ready to kick off and we are joined by one of the emerging stars of season three and that is the Mac aka Willie Mac joining today's program. In the past year, we've had the opportunity to really dive into Lucha Underground from every perspective possible. We've done it with the in-ring combatants. We've done it with the ring announcers. We've done it with the color commentators, with the lead announcers, with referees. And now we get in with somebody like Willie Mack, who is on the rise and on the way to the top of Lucha Underground. And this second half of this season three, which has already been such a trailblazing season for Lucha Underground, is just really unraveling and unfolding. And what's going to happen next can only, uh, really only time can tell, but it's perfect that Willie Mack joins the program today to kind of go into some of the stuff that's happened so far and uh, maybe shed a little bit of light into what we could be seeing next. But as we already know with Lucha Underground, you literally never know what's going to happen next because they can literally hit the swerve button or turn you uh, without you even knowing what happened because some of the things they've done have just really boggled the mind of the wrestling fan and also of the fan of Lucha Underground because their little cult status is starting to take over more and more. And John, as I get to welcome you in here, why don't you talk a little bit more about Willie Mack, a.k.a. The Mack, and tell us what we have to look forward to in listening to this episode and this interview with a guy who's definitely got the rocket strapped straight to his back as he heads up the ladder in the temple of Lucha Underground. Yes, chat back again, the two-man power trip of wrestling, and this is a great one. The Mac himself, Willie Mac, joins the show, and of course we're talking about Lucha Underground, which is their big return, the big season three return, May 31st, 8 p.m. on the El Rey Network, and we'd just like to thank El Rey and like to thank Lucha Underground for always getting us some great interviews with some of their great stars. Obviously in the past we've had on Vampiro and Paul London Matt Stryker, and so on and so forth. Ray Mysterio has been on, so we've had a lot of great guests and a lot of great opportunities given to us by El Rey, given to us by Lucha Underground, so we thank them very, very much for that. Much appreciated, of course. And if you're into Lucha Underground, obviously, like I just mentioned, and like Chad mentioned, the return on El Rey is coming up. And what better way to get ready for the return than to listen to this interview with one of the big rising stars in Lucha Underground, the man that will be main eventing pretty damn soon, and that is The Mac, a.k.a. Willie Mac. And this was a lot of fun. I mean, I really, really enjoyed interviewing him. And, you know, when you interview somebody, you're like, oh, I wonder if his personality really matches that of, of how he really is and how, you know, how he is in real life. Is his personality going to match it? Is he going to be like that away from Lucha Underground? And you get what you paid for. He's exactly what I thought he was. What a funny guy. Uh, great attitude. Real sharp wit. Very charismatic. Even through the interview, you could tell. Had a great connection with him. Very fun. And very funny as well. So, I mean, it was a lot of fun interviewing him. He was great. But with him, there's always certain things in his career that really stick out. And certain ways of really looking at his career, obviously all successful, but certain things stick out for sure. And obviously his time in Lucha Underground has been great. Think about his shoot with Cage, a.k.a. the monster himself. 
the machine cage and think about that awesome feud and what where that feud has been able to go and if with lucha underground a lot of these you know these middle um middle line feuds if you will like these feuds you don't think are going to be the main event all of a sudden become the main event and that's what's so different and what's so special about lucha underground is because you didn't think that they'd be able to do a main event and boom cage and willie mack are in the main event and it's pretty damn phenomenal and they're able to do these great matches and they're really able to do a lot of impressive things but probably if you're in let's say wb or in some other organization you're thinking oh this match won't main event or they won't give these guys time or they only give time to a certain amount of guys and they won't let these guys show their true talent but in lucha underground so many guys are able to step up to the plate and so many guys are able to become main eventers and like we talked about in the interview with the mac so many different guys have a level of importance to them that it's great and everyone is important to the roster and and the whole roster means something so that was just a great convo and obviously the Max ongoing feud with Johnny Mundo and he's had some world title matches and obviously he's going to have a big time big time feud and some big time matches coming up with Johnny Mundo as well so really you know stick forward and, and or excuse me look forward and stick around to that because that's going to be great and it really shows where the Mac is and how great he really is and how much of a charismatic future main eventer he really is yeah and obviously with the Mac He's a guy who's been around for a while. He's been up and down the roads and wrestled all over the world. And, of course, you know, if we have the guy who's been there, we have somebody that's uh, actually, you know, had the discussions with WWE. We like to bring it up. We don't like to really uh, harp on it, but we like to bring it up and kind of get the take as to what happened. And there was a very, very documented uh, pursuit by WWE of Willie Mack. And we kind of get to the bottom as to what really happened and John I know that's one thing that you really wanted to talk about in this interview with Willie Mack was kind of getting to the bottom of some of the speculation as to why Willie Mack did not stay in WWE NXT yeah you know Chet that's one thing that really uh, stood out in the interview to me is and I felt like I had to get it in you you almost have to ask him it's obviously you know you're going to mention Lucha Underground you're going to talk about Lucha Underground and and Johnny Mundo and Cage and going for the trios title and being a part of such an interesting and intriguing league like Lucha Underground is and be a part of the El Rey Network. But besides that, you got to go into his career and you got to delve into it and you got to talk about that big elephant in the room. And that was when he went to the WWE. He was signed. He had an NXT contract. He was due to report to NXT but never ended up reporting what happened what was the real deal behind that why didn't he go to WB even though he was signed why didn't he report to NXT we go through that we go through all the answers and and I you know believe that it was a true honest and great answer from him you know, no BS at all and I really thought that what he made a point of is you know very true but also you know kind of funny in a way it's like I didn't get signed but they signed somebody else and it's pretty interesting of who they signed, why they signed him, and why Willie Mack kind of got released. So it's a very interesting story. I just you know, wanted to bring that up because it's one of the most interesting stories in the interview. So stick around for that one. That one is a lot of fun and, and brutally honest, to be honest. And I, I really enjoyed that. And he talks about how you know not getting that deal and thinking that he was going to get the deal kind of left him homeless and lucha underground came in they scooped him up and they really really helped him at a key point in his life and not only did they help him you know they 
prevented him from being homeless. They gave him a great contract. They gave him a lot of promotion on TV. They gave him a real chance to show who he really is. And look, he's able to show who he is, you know, each and every week on El Rey and really prove to the fans, you know, why he is who he is and why he's in the main event and why he is the Mac because so much charisma from this guy, so much athletic ability, just great talent, great on the mic. He's got it all, and you know he's got a little bit of an attitude to him. He's got a little bit of funniness to him. He's got that little bit of flavor to him, so he's great. He's a true original. He's a great character, great wrestler, and, hey, he's a great showman as well. And he's got a lot of great stuff coming his way. And hopefully as season three gets underway, we see the Mac start to really make that ascension forward and really take the reins of what is going on in Lucha Underground and become one of those main guys and one of those driving forces behind this evolution of Lucha Underground that we've watched now for three seasons. And literally, if you're not on the edge of your seat getting ready for season three, then you obviously haven't been listening because... The product is just off the charts. The, some of these things that they're doing, whether it's storyline-wise or match-wise, it's definitely changing parts of the business, uh, definitely for the better. And we couldn't be any happier to be on board with Lucha Underground to help get the word out. And as the music starts to creep in, John hit him with a little bit of two-man power chip of wrestling business and get it on over the Mac, a.k.a. Willie Mac. Now for some TMPT business. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Two Man Power Trip and at Wrestling Pal. Please subscribe to us on YouTube. Also, subscribe to us on iTunes. Please leave us a review. We'd love to hear your feedback. Also, while on iTunes, check out the feed for prior legendary episodes featuring the living legend Bruno San Martino, the late great American Dream Dusty Rose, the Enforcer Arn Anderson, Ray Mysterio Jr. Glenn Kane, Jacobs, the phenomenal AJ Styles, lead WWE attorney Jerry McDivitt, and so many others. Also, while you're on the internet, check out ProWrestlingTees.com. Yes, that is ProWrestlingTees.com. They are your superstore for all your wrestling t-shirt needs. Check out our page. Check out Tito Santana, Coco Beware, Kevin Thorne, Buff Bagwell, Magnum TA, and so many others. Also, while you're on the web, check out our website, tmptofwrestling.com. And if you're on Android, please check us out on Google Play or Player FM. Follow along with the two-man power trip of wrestling in 2017 as we hit the road and we come to a town near you. Monroe, New Jersey on June 10th. Keyport, New Jersey on June 10th. Then we head on down to New Kent, Virginia on July 15th the Crockett Cup. Then follow us down to Philadelphia where we hit the Icons Collectors Fest at the 2300 Arena. So please follow along with the two-man power trip of wrestling in 2017 because you never know where we may land. And now without any further ado, a former championship wrestling from Hollywood television champion. He is a current Lucha Underground star. He is one of the most charismatic wrestling stars in the business today. You may know him as Willie Mack, but we know him as The Mack. Please enjoy. This 
This man truly embodies the word fighter. Strong, unwavering. That is how you describe the match. What's up? This is the Mac, and it feels good to become the number one contender for the Lucha Underground title. Wow! The Mac is the winner of the Battle of the Bulls, and now he is charging straight for the Lucha Underground Championship. As soon as Dario announced the Battle of the Bulls, I knew this was my opportunity. The first round had some serious challenges, but the Mac thrives on challenges. Oh! It was really sweet getting the win over Marty. I never really liked Moss. In the finals, I fought some new and old opponents. But in the end, I set that Darewolf back to his pack of dogs, the Worldwide Underground, and that sorry-ass leader, Johnny Mundo. Johnny and I are both from LA, but that's the only thing we have in common. I fought hard for everything I got. Inside the ring and outside the ring, it was tough for me, but I made it happen. He's got the attitude in his eyes, and he's got the believers on his side. Johnny Mundo, all he cares about is sneaking in and taking things. He cheats. Hang on, these two were eliminated. They were eliminated. He doesn't fight like a real champion. I should be holding the title. You know who fights like a real champion? Sexy Star. She reminds me of myself. Always proving everybody wrong. I'm very proud of her. And I like what Mundo did to her. Johnny took Sexy's mask off. I promise you, Johnny, your celebration won't last long. I'm going to send your sorry ass back to Hollywood, and that Aztec gold is coming home with me. Wait a second. To South Central. And that's the bottom line, because the Mac said so. Joining us on the line today is a former Lucha Underground Trios champion. You may know him as Willie Mac, but we know him as the charismatic superstar himself, the Mac. Mac, welcome to the two man power trip of wrestling. Oh, what's up? How y'all doing? Doing good. First and foremost, obviously, you know, the big thing on everybody's mind, Lucha Underground, El Rey Network, TV return on Wednesday, May 31st, 8 p.m. What are your thoughts on the kind of return of season three here on El Rey Network? My thoughts is I'm glad we back up in the place because it was a long-ass wait, but... Now we're returning, so it's going to be all good so I can have something else to watch on TV Wednesday nights. <laughs> now, obviously, you Lucha Underground just got on and Netflix as well. You can get season one and season two on Netflix. What are your thoughts on, on the big global reach now that uh, Lucha Underground will be able to get? My thoughts on it is now people ain't got no reason to be like, oh, I don't have the L.A. Network. Well, guess what? Everybody named Mama got Netflix, and we all up on that bitch. So, yeah, you can go watch it now. Season one and two, so you ain't got no excuses, and it's great. Now, with Lucha Underground, obviously, it's a lot different. You'll get a different feel from a different aspect of it. It's a wrestling show, but it's also a TV show, and, and there's been a lot of talk of, Lucha Underground being so much different. Do you feel when, when you're there and you're doing the shows and you're filming, do you feel it's a lot different than other wrestling shows that you've been a part of? Yeah, a little bit. I see it's more professionally run, like in most places I've been to, but it's a learning experience and it's fun. You adapt to it, and after that, it's like riding a bike. After every time you come back to do something, you're like, all right, I already know what to do with this and that. 
and it helps when you want to go on and do other stuff. So, like, I'm getting the wrestling part of it, and then I'm getting, like, the entertainment, Hollywood, I guess, movie-type stuff out of that TV show gimmick. So it helps on both levels. <laughs> the production level, like you said, like the Hollywoodness of the show really sticks out. The production level is just through the roof. Do you really, you know, really love and, and are entertained? Excuse me, entertained by the Lucha Underground production value because us as fans, I mean, we're sitting there going, "Wow, this is like uh, some heavy-duty Hollywood stuff going on." Yeah, it's sweet because it's like every week you tune in, it's like you're watching a mini movie, basically, but with wrestling in it. So it makes it look like if you look at other wrestling shows on TV and try to compare that to us, you can't because they can't hold a candle to us because it's like so much different and so much is going into it, it makes you want to come back every week and be like, man, I want to see what's happening because the production is like off the hook. <laughs> production value and the production level is crazy. Obviously with uh, you know, Robert Rodriguez and El Rey and everybody else involved, you definitely get a different feeling, you definitely get a you know uh, a step up, if you will, on the on the production side, do you kind of get, not only is it different, but it also has this kind of a cool aspect of it. Like it has a cool vibe to it. Yeah, because it's like Lucha Underground is banging back what people wanted from wrestling from like the old days, the blood, the glory, the wrestling, the stories. It's like everything you ever wanted because every time you turn on TV and see the other stuff, it's like, all right, that's more built towards kids. This is built towards older folks who like action, drama, and everything all combined into one, like the old ECW days. And it makes it like it was its own thing. It made it great because they weren't trying to be nobody else. They just revolutionized wrestling. And obviously with Season 3 returning on the 31st, there's a lot of build to it, a lot of importance what are the expectations for this part of part of you know part two, if you will, of season three? Well, the expectations is gonna be to blow people's mind. Like they went in thinking one thing about it, be like, I wonder what's gonna happen next. But when everything comes out in the second half of season three, they're gonna be like, I believe they're gonna walk away satisfied and like really thankful that they stuck around for this long wait for it. What do you think about the writing for the show? Because that's kind of a big thing that people mention as well. The writing is a lot different than your prototypical wrestling show, you know, quote-unquote booking is different. What are your thoughts on the writing of, of the show? I think it's great because, of, like, it gives you that outside-of-the-box type stuff because, like, what would you also see dragons at in pro wrestling? <laughs> or, like, a dead person or who else we got? a bunch of weird characters that, like, back in the day, if the other companies had them, they'd make them look goofy, but here they got, like, some legitimacy behind them. So it's like, wow, they really built this character up, and it's a homegrown character, and, like, say, like, Mil Marcus is a badass, and, like, they built him up the right way, and you know he's a badass, and they'll put it down in the ring. So, like, that character development is awesome, I think. Definitely different characters, definitely cool characters. Mil Muertes is one of them. Obviously, you know, King Cuerno is cool. I mean, they have a, a lot of, uh, Katrina, there's a lot of cool different characters. 
And I feel like with Lucha Underground, each character kind of has a level of importance, more so than some other shows. Some other shows, you'll see guys that are, you know, oh, this guy's a jobber, you know, change the channel, who cares? Mm -hmm. You know, this guy, you know, he's a loser, I'm not going to watch him. But Lucha Underground, it, it has a way of making every character seem important. Do you agree with that? Yeah, because it's like every time you watch it, it don't matter if somebody wins or loses, it's like everybody on the roster has a part to play. And, like, they don't look weak. They look equal because, like, nobody's really out there. Everybody has something to do. And that's what I like about this company because everybody gets their chance to sign and do what they need to do. And it feels like even, like you said, even if the guy loses, it's still kind of a level of importance or they don't make make the guy look terrible in losing. It's, it's almost like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen next. Really builds the storylines. I feel like Lucha Underground does that kind of better than a lot of the other companies out there where they're really building guys. And even when they lose, they're being built towards something. You like that aspect of it where, where you kind of, you know, you see where the character is going, but it's it's usually no no matter what, win or loss, it's going to be a positive direction. Yeah, it's great because, like, in the other places you get lost in the shuffle, but here everybody has a level of importance that, like, they don't get overlooked, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Everyone is important to the show, whether they're winning, losing, or, you know, whether in the five minutes or whether in the four and a half hours. It's always kind of – somebody's important, and it's a great roster to have. When you look around the locker room and you see some of these guys and, and maybe either playing different characters or, or different roles, for instance, like a guy like Jeff Cobb, obviously, you know, everyone knows him from the indie scene, he's a great wrestler, but when he plays uh, Montanza, it's a totally different, cool character. Do you look at the roster and say, wow, look at these guys, not only playing cool characters, but it's a pretty damn good roster? Yeah, I think we're the best roster right now in wrestling because, like, you look at everybody in there and it's, like, great. Like, just like I said about everybody having a personal look, purpose, look at my homie Famous B. He went in there as a wrestler, got his arm broke by Pentagon, came back a couple weeks later with his uh, little commercials, like 423 Get Fame, and now he got the manager spot, and, like, everybody knows his number, and it turned out good for him. <laughs> Absolutely. They seem to have a role kind of for everyone. Do you like your role? Obviously, when you first came in, you were with Big Rick and Kill Shots, but do you like your role within Lucha? Yeah, it's fun. I mean, I'm getting able to be myself and having good matches and being in the main event spot because I know other spots, they probably wouldn't have me in the main event. I like nowhere near any kind of like main angle or something like that, but... I like my role here. It's fun, and I get to be with some of my friends and have fun along the way with them. And a big key to Lucha Underground, to me anyway, when I'm watching the show, I always think about the fans and the temple and how much they mean to the show. Do you love the fans at the temple, and are you feeling you kind of what I'm feeling where they really, really play a huge influence on the show? Yeah, because... Without our audience, it's just like we're going out there doing it for ourselves, and it feels crappy if you do. But, like, every time they get behind us, it, like, really does give us energy. Like, if you're down, like, feeling tired, they chant your name or make some kind of noise for you to, like, build you up. I like how a lot of people think that's cued in crowd noises, 
I'm like, come to the temple and you'll see that that's really them energetic the whole damn show. <laughs> love the way it's kind of produced and love the way it's put together with the temple. It definitely looks, you know, looks legit. It looks like the real deal. It's a cool venue. Do you like that venue? Yeah, it makes it look like a legit fight club, underground club type thing. And uh, the way it looks, it's like a character in itself. Like, I guess without the temple, there wouldn't be no loose underground. <laughs> that is uh, definitely, definitely true. They kind of go hand in hand. Uh, you know, the uh, the temple itself and Lucha Underground and kind of what they've been able to do with it and you know, maximize, basically, the space. Because, you know, at one point it was just a warehouse. Now it's a temple. Now you have the believers. Now it's it's really built up. Do you feel a certain vibe when you're getting in there and you're going to work at the temple? Yeah, like when it's time to show, as soon as Melissa says the following about, it like gives you a little feeling of like, all right, it's time to go to work. And the crowd is already hyped from the first match to the last match, and it kind of like takes you over, and it's like, man, this is something special right here. And the feeling in the building is like everybody can feel it. Now, what is the difference between, obviously, Willie Mack, who you play in the Indies, and a lot of other wrestling leagues, and the Mack? Is there a difference, or is that the same essence of a character? Uh, I guess they're the same person, just different. One on the indie scene is Willie Mack, but on the television is the Mack, so I guess that's the only little difference. Now, one thing that really sticks out to me, anyway, with your time in Lucha Underground, the feud with Brian Cage, a.k.a. the Monster Cage. What are your thoughts on Brian Cage? What are your thoughts on that kind of huge, big feud you had there with uh, Brian? You mean the Machine Cage? The Machine. The Machine. I always call him the Monster. Yeah, the Machine Cage. Uh, I guess it was just like something that just happened out of nowhere because I think Nothing was going to happen from it, but then they had the whole altercation with me and him when Big Rick and Devar needed a third partner for their trios team, and he jumped me, and I was like, all right, I'm going to go back for some revenge. But then they ended up making it like a little storyline and kicked it off at Ultima Lucha. And I'm proud to say that a little thing like that made like both of our careers like go up and, like, both Ultima Luchas when we, we started off the show, it's weird that those are the only two matches that people talk about. Like, after three seasons, those are the only two matches they talk about. Be like, those are the best matches of both Ultima Luchas. I'm like, oh, thanks. <laughs> so many good matches besides us, but those definitely do stick out. And your feud with them, like you said, it was right. It elevated both guys. It made both guys seem more of main eventers and more of main players. And that's great when a few can do that and kind of elevate both guys, whether one's losing or one's winning. Did you kind of feel that after that feud and them kind of putting a, uh, you know, kind of giving you guys some more stock, did you feel a little bit more pressure at that point? Because they're kind of giving you guys a bit of a push. No, not really, because I'm just going in there doing what I do, like, and have fun, but... Once after the first one happened, and then the second one was about to happen, I'm like, what the hell is going on? So, like, you go through your head, like, we can't touch that first one because that was the one that set it off. That's what did it for us. But when we went in for the second match, it's like people said that one was, if not 
better than the first one, <laughs> and it tripped me out because I was always thought I was just going to be a tag team wrestler, but then they ended up putting me in the singles run for a little bit, and I'm like, well, I guess I got to make the most of it, and me and Cage went out there and did what we do best, entertain. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, definitely entertaining, and it's great to see kind of you get a get a big push out of that because Johnny Mundo wins the title, then you kind of start a feud with Johnny Mundo and then, you know, eventually getting a title shot. So not only are you gonna push, you're being elevated to that main event level. What are your thoughts on kind of being elevated and then kind of what are your thoughts on Johnny Mundo? Well, my thoughts on being elevated up to that main event level is like it's a trip, it's like a dream come true because as a kid you always say, oh, I'm going to be champion one day and this and that and the other. But then when it's about to happen, it's like literally in your sights. Because I thought I was just going to be a wrestler that, like, never got to travel or never got noticed by anybody. I thought I was just going to be, like, one of those dudes that people don't really care about, but people invested in me. And that really gives you a confidence boost to go in there and be like, all right, I am this dude that people say I am. And Johnny Mundo, hell, he's been all over the place. And being able to be in the ring with a dude like him is like an honor because I know he's, he's going to bring it every time we get in the ring. And to say that I could keep up with a dude of his caliber, like the places he's been and what he's done and accomplished, it makes me feel like I'm on the same level as him. And I feel good about that. <laughs> Something's coming big in the future for Willie Mack, and obviously they have a lot of faith in you. Lucha Underground likes you guys a lot. On kind of them going to be giving you the ball, and you're going to be able to run with it. Well, well, it seems really good to feel like they appreciate you more and they invest in you. And it's like, cause it's like a test, basically. It's like, all right, let's see what he can do. And then they'd be like, all right, let's reward them with something and give them a little something to make you feel good, like you ain't doing it for nothing, you know what I mean? Like, I'll be happy just going out there wrestling for the crowd because that's what I like to do. It's like all my life that's what I want to do. But when you get a little something out of it, it's like, oh, hell yeah, sweet. <laughs> As uh, we start to wind it down a bit here, I just had to ask this. You know, there's a lot of uh, rumors and stuff that go around and this and that. In 2014, you got signed by WWE. You know, supposedly we're supposed to go to NXT. What ended up happening there that you never ended up kind of ending up there? Well, well, it's like a long-ass process with them because it's like a six-month thing when you get signed. Because people are like, oh, really? they barely signed. I thought I got signed. And that's when they thought I was signed for two months or whatever. But I was signed for six months before anybody found out anything. And then, like, a week before I was supposed to report to Orlando, they dudes hit me up talking about, oh, don't plan on coming down to Orlando because the doctor said he don't like how your blood pressure is and don't like how one of your knees feels. And that was it. And then I said, all right, send me my medical stuff so I can see what's up. They said, they called me on a Friday, told me I'm not coming. Saturday, they FedExed me my release form. And do you think they ever sent that uh that medical paperwork? <laughs> I'm going to guess no. Nope. And then I come to find out they hired some other folk who had like a tryout after I did 
So I guess it came down to they both the same height. One can do all the moves and has charisma, but the other one has the body we like, basically. And I'm pretty sure you could tell who I'm talking about. Yes, 100%. I won't say who it is, but I uh, am 100% sure of who you're talking about and who you mean. Yep, so it's like, all right, my contract for NXT was supposed to be for three years, and I've been wrestling with Lucha Underground for three years. Don't you think if I was hurt or anything medically wrong with me, I'll be like out by now? Yep. Yeah, so that's like three years of my life I could have been paying for my pet food and being good, because that left me homeless after that happened. Because I was going to pay all these bills and stuff, but, like, once they dropped me, it's like I didn't have, like, no good financial backing. So, yeah, it sucks for a minute, but then Lucha Underground hit me up, and that saved my life. And that is awesome, and obviously the loyalty to Lucha Underground is it's great. Now, what has been your favorite match or favorite moment so far? And maybe favorite opponent there. Favorite moment was when I debuted. Like, as soon as I came out, like, the crowd went nuts because that's right when I got released. And uh, I guess it was a treat for them. And, like, people, when I got to the back, they was like, man, you heard that? I was like, what? They like they act like they saw Hulk Hogan or The Rock or something. It's like as soon as you stepped on the steps, they like erupted. I'm like, oh, really cool, hell yeah. And like one of my favorite matches, of course, is the uh, I guess the matches with me and Cage. Those are my favorite ones. I got more, but those two like the top ones, so I'm gonna put them up there as my favorites. <laughs> Absolutely. Now you know you've wrestled all around the world, whether it be uh, ROH, AAA Mexico, The Crash, uh, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. I mean, you've been PWG. Can't forget about PWG. All around the world. And, and you've wrestled, I mean, guys like Samoa Joe, I mean, all, Young Bucks, all these awesome names and all these big names. Is there a dream match out there for you that you haven't had that yet that you want to have against somebody you haven't wrestled before? I would say me versus... Uh... Bret Hart, but he ain't doing too much wrestling right now. But I guess the next one will be, since he's still active, me versus Two Cold Scorpio, a.k.a. Flash Funk. Awesome, yes. Now, you know, one final question for me, you know, where do you see yourself? I call it the, the DDP question. Where do you see yourself in five years? Would you ever want to go back to WWE? Do you want to stay in Lucha Underground? Kind of where do you see the Mac in five years? Wherever people want me at, because I want to stick here. It's like this is something special, and like it has the potential to go a long way and be around for a longer time. So I think if I build my name up here and make this my home, it'll be like a good decision for me because now more people are coming over to the side to like Lucha Underground is awesome, and we get more viewers. So I think sticking around with this a little bit more is awesome and a good idea. Would you ever consider going back to WWE or NXT? Eh, I don't know. If it happens, it happens. If it don't, eh. <laughs> now, obviously, you know, Lucha Underground Season 3, it returns to the El Rey Network Wednesday, May 31st, 8 p.m. It's going to be huge. Can you just share with the fans and the listeners some plug that you have? Where can the fans go and find the Mac? Oh, well, 
Y'all can hit me up on my Facebook, Willie Mac, or official Willie Mac because I got a like page, and I guess my real page has too many friends. So people be like, oh, we can't ask you, so go to that one. Hit me up on Twitter at Willie underscore Mac. Instagram, the same thing. I think Snapchat, Willie underscore Mac 87. Hit me up on PlayStation Network at Willie Mac 1. Uh, and that's about, oh, go to my Pro Wrestling Tea store too and pick up some T-shirts and help your boy out. And that's about everything I think I can plug right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Willie Mac, a.k.a. The Mac, thank you so much for joining us today. Awesome stuff. Good luck to you in the future. And I think big things are ahead for you here in Lucha Underground. Yeah, I hope so. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the two-man power trip of wrestling, What the World is Downloading.